Presenting Ordinary Life on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. Um, we thought that, well, I figured that, you know, the last few weeks have been great, except they've also not been great. And um, I've been pretty stressed and trying to work out what this should be about and how we should do things. And I realised that most people come and ask me questions because I have Parkinson's which is not very fun or or not very um not the not most amazing thing to be known for however you know that's, there it is so um i asked the the lovely emma if she would come and talk to me and perhaps we should investigate what's going on in the parkinson's community the parkinson's world and try and put a bit of a I know, Kitty and Emma touch. What do you say, Emma? Sounds like a plan. Although, <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, I have been um, disconnected from the Parkinson's community lately because I stopped doing social media for a while and have been enjoying it. <laughs> well, me too, to be honest. And, and that's because of work and stuff. And, um, you know, like I often find. Yeah, I've been working full time. I've been trying to exercise. I've been trying to pack everything in. And I've, I've sadly realised that the mind is willing, but the body, unfortunately, is not. And I, something's had to give. And I've, I'm going to be changing my career soon just because I can't. I couldn't carry on with it. It's just yeah. quite sobering, really, eh? It is a really, really hard place to be, and I've been there because I've just ended a long period of time of not working. I've just started a new job, as you know, Kitty. And But for the longest time, I started that time off thinking uh, it was just going to be a short break to work, work on my health, <laughs> um, doing quotes, quote marks in the air. Um, <laughs> Always good for radio. It turned into a long time off, um, and I started to believe I couldn't work, that I shouldn't work, that that work was, you know, too hard. Um, and it it took it was quite a big effort to get back into a job. Um, and now that I'm there, I'm I'm happy. It's it's going well. But as you say, there's a lot we have to juggle, and you know, we've both got. Um, I've got three kids. You've got four kids. It's a, it's a lot of a lot of work, the family stuff, and then there's the yeah. earnings, and then there's the <laughs> you stuff, keeping me on good 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 footing. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. I have to fit in. I have to fit in the exercise. I have to eat right well, you know. And it sounds like I'm going, you know, complaining, but it is. There was hard. A, no, there was a thing in 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 the. Um, paper today I say the paper you know on, mm -hmm. on the internet on the uh, I was reading the news this morning and it was saying about the in Iceland women have just had a a strike because they 
they talk about on not only the, the amount of work that they have to do, but the emotional work, I think they call yeah. it. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying men don't have to do this too, because obviously men, we love you. You 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 also <laughs> you also work hard. But um, you know, unfor you know, unfortunately, I well not not unfortunately, we are women <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's my point of view. And um um, yeah, I, it, it's really, really tough doing like parenting and mm. full-time work and having a chronic illness, especially a chronic illness that people don't generally associate with women. You know, yeah, that's um, right. it's uh, and it, it really highlights the support you need, doesn't it? Like that 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 need to have somebody to talk to. Yeah, and which is had reached out I had got I when I was active in social media that was what I was getting from it you know like the yeah and I need to get back into that I've not done a lot of um stuff recently and I really really want to that's something else that's suffered and a friend of mine reached out this week which is something I want to talk about which is uh, because they their husband had been diagnosed and I'm not going to go into that story but you know, mm. let's just say it's been diagnosed with Parkinson's. It's a Parkinsonian similar thing. And we, we, we talked about that at length. But the big thing that kept coming out was they had nowhere to go. They had nowhere to turn to. And they didn't know what to do. And yeah. um, one thing, you know, it, it reminded me of when I was first diagnosed and how I yeah. coped. Because it's yeah. hard, eh? Yeah, and I, I I had a relatively easy diagnosis period because um, my diagnosis came many years into the journey. So I, I kind of had that time to, even though I didn't know I had it and I thought I didn't, I, I, I assumed I didn't have it. I think some, somewhere in my in my mental landscape, it, I was acclimatising to it slowly um, well, yeah. because it didn't land very difficult. It didn't land very hard on me the actual diagnosis but having said that after diagnosis it slowly dawned on me over a period of about a, of about a year that how the enormity of this and the yeah and I, the support I got from the community educator that we had at the time was gold I, I don't know what I would have done without her yeah I um, feel the same way I mean yeah. and like you I I I'd, I'd had symptoms, I mean, not for as long as you did, but I'd had symptoms and I'd looked them up online. I mean, because obviously if you're an idiot, you don't have any symptoms. And I would not do would that because wrong. it would, yeah. But obviously it did come up with, uh, I did see the word Parkinson's and I thought, Lena, you know, don't be ridiculous. That's like for yeah. old people, you know, old men get Parkinson's. Um, but uh, no, I, I did too, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and I, I, I've just actually got a search engine up here, a, a well-known search engine, and I've put the word <laughs> Parkinson's in. And, and you know, it, you <laughs> oh, it says, um, well, I've got the picture of our friend, the shuffling man. Oh, of course, man. the shuffling <laughs> man looking very depressed in his slippers and his brown trousers oh. <laughs> and his naturally his grey hair, clearly an elderly man. And the questions, the first, you know, people also, I should probably have done this in an incognito. Let's go incognito because otherwise my my things will be flawed. 
There you go. Look how scientific I'm being for you all. Yeah, you're, you're skewing your algorithm. <laughs> I don't want to skew the algorithm. Parkinson. And it says, oh, yeah, still got the shuffling man. Oh, yes. He's, he's ubiquitous, isn't he? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I've got yeah. neurological.org, which is an advert. Parkinson's disease is a brain disorder. Shaking stiffness, difficulty with balance and coordination. I love it how they always start in with the the heavy, you know, hard stuff. Like right from the get go, they always start with neurodegenerative and people also ask. People also ask, what is the life expectancy of with someone with Parkinson's? Should we look at that? No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's grim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it does, it does say normal or near normal. However, a number of factors can shorten life expectancy. According to the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research, patients usually live between 20, 10 and 20 years after diagnosis. Well, I've, um, yeah, and yeah, they <laughs> when did I when do I start counting? Oh dear. I'm not, sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but um, you see what like people are looking for information. What are the five signs of Parkinson's? Uh, oh, yes. some people swear that the first thing that you get is smell going, but I have still got my sense of smell. Yeah. Uh, it's different. What else, what else does it say? It says Oh no, don't let's not go there. What, what stage <laughs> does dementia start? And what are the end stages of Parkinson's? Because obviously the first thing I want to read about is the end stage of Parkinson's. Yeah. Oh, that's grim. Other than asking Google, there's also asking your friends, neighbours, anyone you know, and then getting, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the stories about who people <clears throat> know and how bad they were and um, I'm yeah. not seeing much about I'm not seeing people also ask how can I improve my life or how can I, like I cope it. with it what is the yeah. hardest part about having Parkinson's the lack this miserable website um, <laughs> some researchers suggest around 40 to 50 percent of people with Parkinson's also experience depression no really Oh man, yeah. I think, yeah, and and out where we live, it seems to be you know you have to make a big noise to get any kind of um, support or action to happen around your particular issue. Um, so yeah, I think that's why we've started doing it as ourselves, isn't it, Kitty? Because yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean. Um... You know, it it does look like there's some more positive things here from, um, I am looking at the Parkinson's New Zealand website, which um, is much, much improved, which is really good to know. We have a nice picture of the brain, which is really good. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, just quite understanding what it is. Yeah. And it's quite good. Um. Yeah, there's some nice things, which is good. It's important to talk to someone. Yeah, now I would certainly, um, definitely Mm. agree with talking to somebody, but it's finding people, isn't it? Yeah, 
and also um, finding people that ha that can support you through the medical um, health stuff because it like it can be quite bewildering and um, knowing you know what to ask and mm. how to get, how to get you know the where to go what to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Don't, don't you think for the newly diagnosed? Yeah, it's it's it is really good to to have somebody such as an educator or some assistance, and I think you get that mostly through your doctor and get somebody to come out and talk, because without that, you know, it it, it can it can seem fairly, it can seem yeah. fairly miserable. Um, I mean, um, at my health centre, you have to wait at least six weeks for an appointment, and they can't they can't do urgent. Um, well, that's a, a national crisis in New Zealand at the moment, really, it is, isn't it? It really is. I mean, and and that that a general practitioner who has not, I mean, they're not neurological experts, but um, and you know, so it's very, you know, very hard. But how often do you see your neuro your neurologist at the hospital? Then? I saw the neurologist. I think it was the beginning of this year or the end of last year, the last, and before mm. that was, it was a couple of years, I think, break. Mm. But um, how, you, have you been a bit more regularly? Yeah, I mean, I I um I go probably a couple of times a year. You know. Yeah. And, and so how, I, did, how do you get on the list to go that that frequently? I'm <laughs> not entirely sure. Um, I mean, I'm surprised that you said it was two years. Yeah, that monitor partly because of COVID and all that, I think, and that, that oh. took a while for me to get back in. Oh, well, you just got to say the word COVID, haven't you? And suddenly you're like in, in Delay Central. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a phone conversation one with like not my regular doctor, but with uh, somebody else um, in, in the COVID lockdown sort of time. Um, so it wasn't like two whole years without anybody. No, that does sound like a really long time. I, I go every six months, and I think that my, um, you know, my neurologist is pretty good. Um, they, they, but that, to be honest, the people I am most honest with about my Parkinson's is my doctor, my neurologist, and um, I used to. Well, I'm quite honest on my blog, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite um, fine. No, somebody said to me, oh, I've I read your blog. And I'm like, oh, yeah, people you know read it too. That's quite scary. Uh, but no, I'm, I am honest on there. That gives me an outlet, though. It gives me somewhere yeah. to kind of talk about how I how I really feel. Um, yeah. I mean, I had to go see the GP recently. Um, I thought I'd had some... I was actually concerned I had heart issues. Yeah, um, it turns out that you know stress really is very bad for you um, because I didn't have anything wrong with my heart. Well, hopefully, touch wood. I wait. I went to the hospital, as some people know, and I waited and waited for hours and hours, and then I was cleared from the hospital. Uh, then right. a couple of days later, I had an ambulance because I thought I was having a heart attack, but turns out I wasn't. Oh my um, gosh. I'm just neurotic, clearly. Um, and then they said, you need to go see your doctor. I waited eight weeks to see my doctor. Eight yeah. weeks. And they told me I had um, 
costochondritis, which is when your chest cartilage and stuff gets separated or stiff. And basically, uh-huh. I've made myself really, really sick by being stressed. Did they draw a line between that and Parkinson's or was there no, did they not think there was a connection? Well, I did think it was quite funny because I didn't, I didn't actually mention it until afterwards because he said, oh, you're quite stiff on this side. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I will. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I've got this thing. Um, but no, it was a bit more than that. It was, um, yeah. I basically just made myself really, really ill. You know when people say stress is bad for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, it, it can be quite hard to tell the causal thing because it's like, is this caused by Parkinson's or did, or is this, you know, separate from Parkinson's or is there some... There's no, there's no doubt there is a loop in there that, you I th- know... Yeah, I think it's more just um, taking on too much. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us back to like doing too much, um, take, you know, taking on <clears throat> everybody else's problems, trying to be there for everyone when you can't be, um, yeah. trying to, yeah, everything has just been far too hard. Yeah, um, and you, the lack of somebody that being there for you, eh? Like somebody to be your support. Yeah, and there's just there's just nobody there. Um, yeah. And and then you know you have this. I mean, the long I don't know about you, but the longer you have it, it almost because it does become just part of who you are, whether you like it or not. It's almost like a by the by. You know, everybody kind of forgets. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, it, it's been funny starting a new job and having to tell new people, and um, and having them be like, "Oh, you know, not really even kind of phased by." Oh, it. but and you I'm look totally of, fine. No, no, it's more kind of like, oh, and just like carrying on like there's like it's nothing. But um, I, you know, I don't know if that's because people people don't know really much about it or if it's um. I mean, is that a good thing? You know, they don't get sad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you don't yeah. want people to be sad and yeah. fall over themselves. But you also yeah. want to kind of go, this is actually quite bad. But, I, you know, um, but, I, but it's good that you're not falling over yourself and kind of sycophantic <laughs> sympathy. I don't quite know, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a funny one. But um, I, I definitely hear what you're saying about, um, you know, the weight of the world being on you and um, needing to take some time for yourself. Um, yeah, but the being that, that in itself is hard because we have bills to pay and we have yeah, more money, more problems. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think it's taking time for the little things. I've been trying to get out in the garden. Now spring's here and trying to do some gardening or going, going for a walk which is not yeah. always easy when you've got Parkinson's, but still, yeah, I've been trying. Um, getting more exercise. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's um, all, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but ex- exercise is good for you. It makes you feel <laughs> a lot better. It yeah. really does. I've been letting the exercise slide since I've started work. Has that affected you in any way? 
Yeah, I've started to lose um, strength and fitness and being a bit more stiff. Yeah. Um, So I've got to kind of kick it into gear a bit more. Because I've Um, been really, really bad and I realised that. Um, Because I was sick, you know, and I had a really really bad flu Mm -hmm. and I couldn't exercise for a couple of weeks and suddenly I realised just how just how quickly you kind of regress which is terrifying yeah. you know it's so scary yeah. um yeah. and people kind yeah, of go yeah they, they you just can't understand a eh, how how fast it happens um and and that in itself is frightening yeah definitely yeah so what do we do about it <laughs> Keep on moaning. <laughs> Keep on moaning. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think yeah. We're, we are, we're, we're talking about it. That's the first thing. That's a good thing. It is. And it's nice to have somebody to share it with. Um, yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I hope that it, it, in some way it's kind of useful, even if it's just, oh, it's those two women complaining about Parkinson's <laughs> again. But, um, <laughs> but we do have some positive advice at some point and but you can't always be positive either yeah so you do have to accept and admit sometimes it's not all good and I and I would like to maybe um I thought it might be nice to maybe go through some um research at some point maybe look at what's happening and breakthroughs and so you can think of this as a reintroduction if you like <laughs> what do you reckon i don't i don't really don't know anything about what the latest breakthroughs are but um when i was um the, looking at that stuff um i think i was really excited about stem cells at one point <laughs> but um and there's people talking about um ultrasound that's it <laughs> yeah there's been talking moment. About, stuff and um, that you can get done but that's in Australia um (laughs) last time I was around a support group they were talking about um hats you can wear that put light infrared into your brain I don't know if that's that sounds kind of it does sound wacky yeah (laughs) Mm. um and um apart from that it's just been exercise really and diet i've been hearing a lot about the um the the guy in hamilton with the um the metabolic neurologist Mm -hmm. who's who's all about it's what what you eat um there you go stem cell therapy may benefit parkinson's disease by replacing and repairing damaged dopamine producing nerve cells within the brain they can actually grow any specific neuron or type of cell that they want which is pretty damn amazing it's just a matter of getting into the brain and having it live (laughs) i mean surely it can't be that that difficult right i mean (laughs) and i stupidly got a book out about um dbs and to learn a bit more about that and about what dbs deep brain oh yeah deep brain stimulation actually Mm. it was really it was really funny (laughs) a little anecdote for you um we're having some building work done and um, we were showing, before it all started, we were showing the builder around our place and 
and talking to him about my mobility needs and um, he was a bit concerned and I said don't worry they're just going to put electrical things in my brain and it'll all be fine and <laughs> I said it's flipping with me the look on his face poor man He's well, I mean, let's, let, yeah, let's be honest, DBS is kind of a pretty scary thing sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I was happy with the idea, but now they, they I discovered they don't actually know how it works. I mean, they, they know how to do it. They just don't know a lot about why it works and what it's doing and all that kind of thing, which is very interesting to me. What do you think, <laughs> very do you think maybe next time we should do a deep dive into DBS and we should maybe try and get someone to find someone to who us. Yeah. Or we do know some people in the UK, if we could maybe hunt them down, eh? So um, I know there's some local people too who've had that done. Right, um, okay. So next time. We will do Find Shout out to you people with DPS. Please come and educate us because we know nothing about it. Um, if you would like to get in contact, you can contact us through Coast Access Radio um, or you can contact me direct on kittyfitton.com um, and all past podcast episodes are on there. And hopefully you enjoyed listening to this and uh it wasn't just two crazy old birds having a chat <laughs> but it is <laughs> but it is um and um yeah thank you for listening and that was ordinary life The program was made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.